All right, welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you here with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my overlords of the odds, my barons of betting, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Sal? What's shaking, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You guys can be seen and, uh, well, people can read and you can hear Harry who does live videos at extrapoints.com. You give out free picks every single day. Harry was red hot, nine out of 10. And then he lost last night, right? You had the jazz over. I mean, cra- crazy, crazy basketball action now. You had yeah. the jazz over, and uh, which is good, I think. But I'll, t- I'll explain why. Go ahead. You tell me. Well, actually, it was 10 out of 11. Uh-huh. Uh, 10 MLS 11 and I had jazz over 109 and a half points. And I did, I was going to text you guys before, before the game started. I saw that it went down on uh fan duel down to one, 108 and a half. You, love that. you know, I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I hate that when that happens, but, uh, actually had no chance, no chance after the first and actually even to midway through the second. And then, uh, at the end there, it actually probably should have went over if they could have made a couple more baskets because it was really close. I think it was at 103 points with a minute 45 to go or something like that. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I want everybody to win, but I really want Harry to go five and two every week. I really need him to lose the night before each podcast we do, right? <laughs> like go five and two every week, lose the night before because he's unbearable. He's unbearable when he loses, but when he wins, right? Parley kid, you know what I'm saying? We need him it's to worse. lose before the, the podcast. So that, that mission accomplished. He needs to be humbled every once in a while. So right. That's for sure. Exactly right. Exactly right. We yeah. normally do our race to 10 today. It's race to 10 Tuesday, but I have some uh, commitments I can't get out of. So we will be hitting race to 10 Thursday. I noticed I didn't realize this and I looked, but there's another day of the week that starts with T that we could do this to get the alliteration. It's a thuh, so it's not as good. But race to 10 <laughs> Thursday, we will be doing it. Same game, Milwaukee and uh brooklyn but that one will be in milwaukee right on thursday yes right but tonight it's in uh brooklyn and uh we'll be playing i think damashek's going to join us we're going to be playing for a a fan as well so look for that race to 10 thursday let lebron have tuesday it's taco tuesday so let him have it (laughs) but anyway right now it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yes, bad aches brought to you by our friends at PropSwap. Parley Kid and Brother Bry say, no, nothing to complain about. We don't have bed aches. So, Harry, it's up to me and you. I'll keep it simple. <laughs> Friday night, I thought I had a winner. I put everything with Djokovic. And by the way, I, I talk about that on extra points yesterday what a what a crazy tenant live betting tennis bry right isn't it crazy within 10 seconds it could go from even odds to minus 330 and yet it doesn't seem like there's any way to take advantage of it except to hedge away to more losses right yeah that was the thing like xander i mean geez i'm saying xander i'm (laughs) ready my mind's already mine's already on golf but (laughs) Djokovic was what plus like he went to like plus 300 and then plus 150 and then all of a sudden he was like minus 190 within within a minute but you know like once you get one break in the set that's it like all of a sudden those odds really yeah really minus changes. 340 getting going into it with Tsitsipas, right did i kind of say that right and uh yeah. and then Tsitsipas. i mean it all ends up being like what time do i wake up for this thing if i wake up at 650 instead of 630 right. 
I uh, I don't have to make a bet, but because I woke mm. up at six thirty, I saw Sitsipas was up a set and like four two, and I was like, oh, I, I gotta I gotta get out of all this Djokovic stuff. So I hedge at minus three thirty, and then Djokovic is down two to one. He barely mm. has the one set, and now it's right even back to even, right? So then yeah. I bet on Djokovic, and then I bet on Djokovic. I still ended up losing a lot of money, but the point is, outside even my bet ache. I have it tied that and everything else to Denver plus 10 and a half. <laughs> Parlick hit a gritty home. What happened to the home teams on, on Friday? They just disappeared, right? Denver, uh, Atlanta was the other home team, right? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta showed up I, yesterday, but Denver plus 10 and a half. I was never even really in. I was in it. It was like, you, you know, it's one of those games where you're getting 10 and a half and they're losing by 10 with two minutes left in the third quarter. It's like, I'm not even going to watch this. They're going to lose by 16 right. or 20. And uh, that's what happened. So oh, that's my betting. Brutal. Just adjusting these, adjusting these NBA lines. And Bri, they're not. These games have not been close. The Atlanta Philly game was good, but um, not not very close. Is it because of the three pointers? Too many. Yeah, I think yeah. they have to do something about the three pointers. Those corner threes, there's just way too many hit. You know, like that's how it is, right? If one team goes 15 for, you know, if one team hits 15, 18, and the other hits seven or eight, it's automatically. You could just look at the stat line. That's pretty much the winner, right? Whoever has, you know, an advantage of yeah. three or four more threes in a game, they they typically tend to win in blowouts. But you, you know, I was thinking yeah. about this because everybody, I mean, everybody's had trouble with sports and rules and certain sports for many, many years. But what if we took this year or next year to to do a draft for two rule changes or for each sport? And like, all right, football, you go first. Like, okay, we're going to change that dumb pylon rule where the guy extends his hand and uh, he's an inch away from scoring and the ball comes out to the 20 and the other team gets it. All right, NBA, we're going to get rid of the corner three, right? All right. Uh, baseball, Jesus Christ. I don't know. What, what, <laughs> name it. What, what, what do you want to do with baseball? <laughs> move, uh, move the bases 10 feet closer. I don't know. We can't have everyone <laughs> in the league hitting 220. but use this year to change it. Like we, we recognize that the record books are going to change. Paula kid. What would be your number one? Umpires, uh, going to, umpires. uh, uh, automated strike zone here. You're still mad like, about yeah. the Sunday night game. Yes. I'm still, right. Yeah. I think, I think that would make, I think it would give hitters, a little bit more of a clear-cut uh, knowledge of what an actual strike is, what it's not. Why not? Right now, we, we they have the box up anyway all the time. Go to mm-hmm. go to the um, go to the right. automated. I know people lose would lose jobs over it, but get all so the they, get all the commissioners together. You get one or two rule changes. This is a year to do it. Whatever. Forget about the record books for a minute. But Harry, you have a bed ache, an interesting one. Go ahead, hit us with it. Well, yeah, it was basically. Uh... <laughs> Uh, over the stretch that you mentioned, Sal, of my extra point picks on my video picks every mm-hmm. day, uh, my only loser in that 11-day stretch happened to be the Mercury the day I went to go see Brittany Griner, and I was all pumped up, and, and I even asked her, and she told me. I, mean, I could sort of blame her because she told me they were beating the Wings, and they lost to the Wings that night. And it wasn't her fault, really. She did have like 27 and 16, but they lost that game in a close one, so that cost me. I actually on my video, but also on a three-team parlay. And then on Sunday, after they had lost to the Wings again at home, now they're at home, minus 290 on Sunday. I do a $50 five-teamer. Everything comes in with ease, and I've got the Mercury over uh, the Liberty, and they lose 85-83. And I'm just like, and, and not to mention, it was also right at the tip of the time when the Denver was playing Phoenix and that I had 
uh, Porter over two and a half threes. So I'm like, do I go back and straight bet him or do I wait on this game? And I waited on the game because it was 80-80 with a minute to go and the game's tipping <laughs> off. And I, so I lose the basketball. I don't get down on Porter and Porter, of course, goes over two and a half. Wow. Why does Harry's Stump. bed ache have to hurt me so much, right? <laughs> I'm aching all uh, over after that. Uh, <laughs> and, of well, course, they're down big in the second half. And then, of course, both games, they make a big run. Bri, you mentioned it the first game there where they went on a nine. You totally jinx me when they go on a 9-0 run to make it like was, tied with like that, eight, 18 seconds to go, and that, I lose. That was intentional. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> totally intentional. Although I will, say for, I will say for Harry, after he bet the Mercury that game, after he met with uh, Brittany Griner, I came back and bet the Mercury the next game again against the Wings in a rematch. <laughs> I bet <laughs> the Mercury, and, they got, and then they got blown out. And then, right. uh, and then, yeah, Harry lost the Mercury again. So they've been awful, awful, awful at home. And, and that's and that Saturday again. That Sunday game was minus two ninety. All right, win the game. Win, we win maybe, a, we maybe, all, maybe have spent too much time talking about the Mercury. With all due I respect to Brittany Griner, yeah. she was going to yeah. say whatever she had to say yeah. to get Harry out of her face as <laughs> right. quickly as possible. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to win. Get, yes. get away. Right. Yeah, that's that's how if she was. says no, then then that's I'm in a dispute with her. Right. That's that oh, my point. That I kind of did have a little <laughs> bit of a bedache yesterday, Sal. Go ahead. When, I'm, like when I'm thinking about it, uh, I had Marcus Morris Sr. Over one and a half assists was my extra points uh, pick of the day. He I've went crazy. Very didn't nice. But yeah, had, I was on a nice roll. And um, just because he had one assist, he had to go over one and a half. Do you know what? It, how torturous what, watching a game. That it was pretty much over from the start, waiting for a guy to get two assists. It was yeah. a terrible. I will never do that again. <laughs> it's the at worst, that type really. of number. Because it's one thing if you take a threes or or you know, or points, but Rebounds, waiting yeah. for a guy to get an assist. It's tough. Is, it's oh, it's it was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> and it, because it seems so simple. I pass the ball to you, Sal. You yeah. put it in the hoop. I get an assist. I win the bet. Right? It's uh, two times, two times. And he had one going into the fourth. I had to suffer through that whole fourth quarter yesterday watching that game. Yeah, didn't even pick up. And he played thirty five. Join the club. Uh, well, oh, yeah, Morris uh, is what Morris is one sucked. of those guys. As soon as soon as he gets the ball, he's like he, he just he just shoots. There's no pass shoots. in his game. No pass. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you should be able to ask the players beforehand. Do you feel selfish today? Do you feel extra selfish because I have you <laughs> oh. assist today over and the Reggie Jackson prop went down finally, right? Over two uh, and a half. Yeah. Threes. Well, I will. I Brother will say, Bryce I, said it. I, I told these guys. I said I'm taking it there and I'm giving you credit, but it's gonna lose big time. And then you guys just jump on it the next game. Somebody yeah. take Reggie Jackson next game to go over two and a half threes. It's definitely hitting. All right. Yeah, um, we should have looked. Since at I lost that. with it. There you go. <laughs> Let's hear the song again, Jim. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right. Well, an extra sad edition of Bed Eggs brought to you by <laughs> Prop Swap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on this week's U.S. Open when you buy directly from other betters on Prop Swap. Now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week's Extra Prop brings you to Tory Pines Golf Course. What? will be the number for Rory McIlroy's total strokes at the U.S. Open. Interesting. All right, for reference, even par is 288. To enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag ExtraProp. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $600 
Rory McIlroy British Open ticket courtesy of PropSwap. That pays $600. Yes, interesting. But that's for the British Open. It's a it's very confusing. British Open ticket, <laughs> US Open this week. You're playing for a British Open futures on Rory, but you're betting his US Open strokes. Even par is 288. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Brian, I know we're uh, we're shorting Rory. What do you think for... Now, this is interesting because if you're guessing strokes, you don't think he makes the cut. You can guess like one 155 or something, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. Mm. If I was going... Uh, what two, wait, we said 280, 288. So I don't know, 285. All right. Interesting. Okay. So you're going 288. All right. But so that would be three under par. There you go. Yep. Either way, do it. Propswap.com or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. Let's get into these NBA games. Boy, we're going to have some great weekend, right? I'm thinking about it. Father's Day, first of all. And then you have, well, one series is done. The Suns, Suns are done with uh, Denver. It. Yeah. But now you have three two to two. So we could have a few game sevens. This weekend, right? Uh, are these all uh, winding down this weekend? Joel, look that up. I think it's. I think it all uh, end, has to end this weekend, right? Or is there a Monday game? Yeah. Anyway, and then you have the U.S. Open. We got baseball. We got hockey playoffs, and we're gonna get to all those picks. But let's start with tonight: Bucks and Nets. Last night it was four and two seventeen. My God, now it's 218 and a half. The Bucs are favored on the road. How has this series changed? Bri, what were the Nets up two to one? What was that series? Were they minus nine, some, oh. 900 and something or, or something at, at, at up to one? Or, no, it wasn't two one. It was, it was two oh. It was right. When it was so. two oh. Shoot. Yep. When it was two oh, you know, I didn't even bother looking at that point when it was two oh, but it had to be. It has right. to be minus 1,200, minus 1,500 for the series, right? Yeah. So now the big three <laughs> is the big one because Irving is Kyrie Irving is out. Harden, we got a good kick out of that, has been upgraded to doubtful. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> hard to get upgraded to doubtful. Um, and then and the Bucks are favored on the road. And if you take them mm. for the series now, they're minus 176. It really turned around. Milwaukee won that game three. Nobody could hit a shot. Right. They scored 86 points. They scored 86 twice. They scored 86 in game two and game three. One game they lost by 39 and one game they won by three. So everyone's like, all right, Nets game four. No question about it. And to, to Bucks credit, they were winning when Kyrie got hurt. Right. Uh, I, I don't know that they were going to hold on, but now they're in the driver's seat. Uh, Brother Brian, what do you like for best bet in game five? Yeah, well, can I also say it's one of the weirdest lines. You just had mentioned it before. The Bucks are minus 176 to win the series, but mm. yet the Nets are still the favorites to win the championship, which is nuts. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. the Nets are yeah. plus 350, they're plus 370. But uh, that being said, I like, you know, I spent, I don't know, I spent in, like an inordinate amount of time looking at these prop bets. Like I last night after Parley Kid did. gave the, after Parley Kid gave the Nets, it took me like two hours just to really find one of these props. I like, cause everything seemed high. Everything seemed high. So I like the unders, you, you like the under. So, but I like Bruce Brown under seven and a half rebounds minus 120. Um, Look, he's a guy, he's a good rebounder for a 6'4 shooting guard, small forward, whatever you consider him. But he's averaging five and a half rebounds in the playoffs. He's only gone over seven and a half rebounds two of the nine games so far here. He averaged five and a half during the regular season. 
he had a he had a couple good stretches in April May where he you know he had some runs of double digit rebounds but the number is to me is way too high very fishy mm. uh, but I'm definitely going under seven and a half here it seems like this sh- this number should be six five and a half I don't know why it's so high so give give me the under here all right uh, Harry you got another player prop you could throw at us yeah I'm gonna take uh, for the Nets uh, Joe Harris over fourteen and a half points at minus one eighteen I also think this is a fishy line. He wasn't good in Milwaukee at all. I think that's a high number at 14 and a half, and you got to lay 118. But I think much like Milwaukee got a spark at home with Chris Middleton, uh, that's what the the Nets are going to have to do. Um, uh, and Harris is going to have to do for the Nets with uh, Kyrie and Harden both out. I think he helps out Durant here, steps it up at home, and goes over 14 and a half. All right, you mentioned Chris Middleton, so I'll jump here. That's my player prop. Uh, I know he did what he needed to in games three and four. He wasn't as atrocious as he was in the first two games. But 23 and a half, I think, is high for a road game, considering his last four road games, 22, 20, 13, and 17. That's both in Miami and Brooklyn. I think uh, I have Chris Middleton penciled in as a 19, 20 points in a Nets win, Parley kid. And that's what you like, or you at least like them with the points. Kevin Durant goes a little crazy tonight. Yeah, I think that's what I'm looking at here, Sal. I mean, I don't know how good this Milwaukee team has really been in this series so far. Uh, I think Durant has a monster game, which shouldn't really surprise anybody. I think Durant has a lot riding on his uh, reputation here in this game. Uh, Mm -hmm. People, you know, already questioning him. You know, can Durant win one without a supporting cast, um, an all-star supporting cast? I think he can. I think, like Harry said, Joe Harris needs to have uh, a big game. I was, you know, I had Joe Harris uh, over Brooke Lopez in points the other night. So I, uh, so I had a, a little in, something invested in watching Joe Harris play. And mm-hmm. I was very disappointed that they, the Nets really didn't run many sets for him, mm-hmm. uh, especially once Irving went out. I mean, run a play, get set some screens for the guy off ball to get him open for some shots. I'm hoping and expecting them to do a lot of that tonight. So I like Harry's uh, pick here, too, because I think Harris has to go for close to 20. But I Mm -hmm. do think Durant approaches 40 here. I think the Nets play a heck of a defensive game tonight and and really stall the Bucs here. And and at least they cover, and I'm leaning towards them somehow finding a way to win this game as well. But take the plus four here with the Nets. I think they get the job done in that respect. I was looking Durant. That's a high number, right? Did you see it's his over under? It's like it's like is, thirty-five is it 30 and a half. Thirty-five and a half. Thirty-five and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really pretty high. big. He's and he's been bad the last two games. He was thirty-two and a half last game. I know, but he's going to take how many shots? I mean, he took yeah. was he nine for twenty-five or something last game? He, he's he's going to take thirty shots. He's going to get to the line. I don't know. Like I, I try to think about this narrative. Like, well, they got to put Durant on the line, but everything's thrown out the window now. They they threw. Jokic out of the game, right? So it's like you they want these series to go longer, but um, it seemed like, uh, I, I don't know which way, the, there's not a lot of uh, home cooking, like I remember. Uh, let's move to Wednesday. Hawks and 76ers, crazy game last night, ended with like three bad possessions, but then before that, there were like 45 bad possessions. So <laughs> it's tough. The Hawks held on, and now they move it back to Philadelphia, game five. 2-2, the series is knotted up. Sixers, six-point favorite. Six-point favorite. 224 is the over-under. And again, this series has injury issues too. Joel Embiid, 
I don't know what it is, Brother Bry. Is he Anthony Davis? Is, is Anthony Davis just like, all right, I'm going to take the fake uh, eyebrow off and become Joel Embiid tonight? Because they they resemble each other. I don't know what the record is for minutes spent on the floor, but my God, it, uh, it, it's a different game when he can't get to his knees and, and stand up and play inside. But nonetheless, Sixers, six-point favorite, 224 is the over-under. And without knowing his health status, he's going to make a run of it, but... I'm going over 114 and a half for team points. Now, yesterday, that was a loser, but it's a must win. And nine out of the previous 10 games before yesterday, the Sixers scored over 114. The one they didn't score over, they scored exactly 114. So I don't know where the points come from. Maybe it's a Shake Milton uh, revitalization, Dwight Howard, Corkmott, something where these guys score in double digits. They have 14, 15 each or something. Uh, I know I'm not making a great case for it, but I like Sixers just by the trend to go over 114 and a half. Bri, you you like them to cover. Yeah, I like them to cover. This line's gone back and forth, I think, between six and seven. Yeah, it's at six right now. But I will say game four was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, mm. the series hasn't been great besides that game, but I think it's now going seven. Embiid offensively in the second half, it was one of the worst halves I've ever seen from a superstar I will give the Hawks credit because they were all over him, but I was even joking last night on a text that Embiid at one point, he actually shot the ball backwards. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys shot that. I saw that. Uh, It was, it was pretty crazy. What was he? 0 for 12 in the second half? Yeah, it was 0 for 12, 4 for 20 for the game. I, I would definitely be worried if I was a 76ers fan, just because I don't know if uh, Embiid could even finish these playoffs. He looked really hurt. Yeah. He was on the floor 30 times last night. Uh, seems like his knee was bothering him. So I don't know why this is a ringing endorsement for taking the 76ers minus six here. Uh, but the big difference last night, yeah, was Embiid. He was awful. The The turnovers, there was a big discrepancy in turnovers. I think the Hawks only had four. Um, they played, you know, they that was a monster game for the Hawks. They needed to play super hard. I think just going back to Philly, this is a similar game to game two. Um mm. And especially even in the first half last night, that was a dominant performance by the 76ers. Um, I think it's too much to ask. Embiid, Embiid was begging for foul calls all last night. I think he's going to get a lot of calls, and I think they win by double digits here. Paul, I kid, what about race to 10? Sixers, if it's similar, as Bry says, to game two, maybe we take them race to 10. I don't, I don't see the, well, the number yet. <laughs> that's, uh, so, you know, it went through my mind, actually, here to make that type of pick, but I'm kind of minus 150, that, minus 150. Uh, race yeah, to 10. What, were they, actually, what were they, that, they were, uh, when we had them? They were like minus two. They ended up like minus 210, right? Is no. That what, what do you mean? No, they, we, no, we, but we took the yeah, we yeah. took the hawk. Right. We took I know. The right. Yeah, we the, had the like Sixers, I think uh, when I lost with them uh, last week, when I lost with the Hawks last week, I think the Sixers were minus 156. Uh, and oh, is that all yeah, it had to yeah. be, Brian, because it's like minus six. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of I'm thinking that my my pause. That that being before. said, so I'm gonna kind of stay in that fashion here though, and think the Sixers come out hot and they cover the one and a half in the first quarter at minus mm. one twenty two. I think Embiid gets off to a strong start. Obviously, a brutal uh shooting performance from him yesterday. I think he they they look to him early and often to get him going. I'll get his confidence going again. And I think they cover here. The good news is this is a series because about at halftime yesterday, everybody had written this series off already. Yeah. Uh, and now it's back to being a series. So kudos to Atlanta who, who do, they really missed DeAndre uh, Hunter a lot. Yeah. That guy, that guy did some damage in the Knicks series, not just on offense, but he's a fantastic defensive player. So um, 
But I do think the Sixers come out tomorrow. They win that first quarter, uh, and they cover the one and a half, and Bede has a, a, a terrific start. So let's go with that tomorrow. The Parley kid needs the Hawks to sweep the Suns in the finals to make a case for the Knicks being the second best team. I see how this works. Hey, Sixers <laughs> minus 310 to win the series. Hawks yeah. plus 250. Wow, that's a little high. I mean, if MB plays eight minutes the rest of the series, it's it's over. It's crazy. All right, uh, Harry, you have, uh, you're going in the total here. Yeah, I'm going to go under the 224. And can Joel, can we, get, can we get some credit for my man, Clint Capella? Shutting down Embiid in the second half, 0 for 12, getting rebounds all over the place, boxing out. I mean, some credit for for uh, my man Capella, right? Not not only has Clint Capella been a difference in this series and, you know, getting in the Knicks head, but Harry, unlike Embiid and AD, is recording this podcast with an injury. Harry is also stepping it up with an injury, and that's why it's this is the time of year you got to step up and play <laughs> what you, is Harry. it what kind of injury now what is this you don't even, don't even want to we'll discuss is it later it's later a it's when? a urine it's a, it's a urinating injury oh a urinating injury yeah yeah those are the worst kind <laughs> a urinating injury <laughs> only peed like eight times since three in the morning but anyways but i'm still here but i'm still here guys i'm still here you got a case no of prostatitis harry <laughs> uh, is that what it listen, is that, any, oh yeah Health teacher got, weighing it, it in might, there. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm you got going a little, back to back little to burning, the doctors little on burning Thursday. Burning down there, Harry. Is it? You got a little burning it's, when you pee. It's it's, it's it's not pleasant. Okay, so you got yeah, you might <laughs> yeah. have a case of uh, prostate. You have a yeah, little so. inflamed uh, prostate. Yeah. That's well, it. we'll, we'll see what happens it. on Thursday. But listen, yeah, uh, just uh, <laughs> just cut your dick. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. how Joel Joel how much. <laughs> Would, that's a tenth of my weight. That's a tenth. Much, that's a tenth of my weight. How much would you? How much would you uh, have to charge Harry to examine him in this fashion? Like how listen, much? Like, like listen, would you? I'm working out that, the last that, week, buddy. He looks that, great. Harry looks look great. Out. The over under on times he went to the bathroom you, last night. Are you South. seeing a, a gastro? Under five. Are you seeing? What? So you seeing a urologist, Harry? I am on Thursday. Okay. I was supposed to see him Tuesday, but then he had emergency surgery. So but or on I, Monday. Yeah, I, those poor excuse. guys, those poor doctors feel. I the, 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 yeah. Oh the doctors gosh. get the doctors gonna say, lift up your so- stomach, please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I felt well, bad look, for anyways, Brittany Griner. This is bad. I know. Under two twenty four is the play because two oh three last night. <laughs> and somehow the Hawks won shooting thirty six percent, thirty from three point range right. and got out rebound. Under two twenty four points are going to be hard to come by. Oh, freaking maniac! Just like, just like, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, urine isn't uh, hard to come by by me lately. So. Gotcha, Joel. What'd you say? He went. Uh, you gave me an over under. What was We're it? Going uh, over under uh, Embiid points with how many times Harry went to the bathroom <laughs> last night? No, it, really, over under five. Uh, Sal. Well, <laughs> over right. Way over. You're right. <laughs> Why do you know this? Why the hell do you know this? Thousands of miles away. He told he us te- nine. He, we, he, I, I would go to the urologist with Harry. I really would. Thank I, you, I, I would support. Thank him. you. Would you no, want to be Tate, the Tate, urologist? Tate would would you want to be the urologist? Oh, okay. oh no, 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 absolutely. Not. <laughs> It'd be a lot of t-shirts. You'd have to. <laughs> yeah. You're it's actually, you're and it's actually, of, and, and it's actually uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also Wednesday, Clippers Jazz. Jazz minus three and two twenty-three. I think that was about the line for their first two home games, right? Was it three or three and a half? Now they're knotted up at two. 
playoff P, big, big game. Uh, Kawhi or Leonard, whatever you want to call him. He did well yesterday. As Harry said, that was a blowout from the start. And the Jazz fought their way back, but still uh, never really in question. Three, 223. What do we have for a series line here? Oh, this is crazy. These are close. Jazz uh, minus 124 to win the series. And now if this goes seven games, Harry, the Clippers, uh, the Suns will have nine days off. Yeah. Might not be a great thing for the Suns considering how on fire they are. I mean, they they just don't miss. In a way, don't go through any lulls. Chris, 36 year old Chris Paul, you would think could use as much time as that seems like a little low, though, doesn't it, Sal? Would you say minus 124 for the series with two of the three at home? Yeah, it seems low. But if they're a three point favorite and maybe game seven, they're like a one and a half point favorite. I don't know. I I think we're in store for maybe this is just hopeful, wishful thinking, but. Utah to win between one and 10 points is plus 175. Now, I wish I knew for in any of these games who's playing or who's injured. And, you know, Mitchell seems worse than they're letting on. And Conley's coming back, isn't coming back. You just never know with these guys. Why can't everyone just be um, upgraded to doubtful? Like James Harden, <laughs> the gamer. <laughs> yeah, it got upgraded. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, that's my pick. Utah between one and 10 gets you plus 175. Close game throughout. They win as the home team, and then we go back uh, for game six in uh, L.A. Paul, a kid, you like the Jazz uh, just to cover that short number. Yeah, hey, Sal, when you reference playoff P, were you talking about Paul George or Harry? <laughs> uh, wh- who were you talking about? There I, you I, go. I could have been the joke a- of the day. <laughs> uh, Harry took a 40-minute. I can go, go now right now, by the way. I'm holding it right now. <laughs> he took a 40-minute long playoff P. Good for uh, looking for double di- I'm looking for double-digit. Double digits and peas. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Well, I think Harry and I are both on the same page with this. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be riding the Jazz minus three here. I think the mm. line climbed up from minus two and a half to minus three. Uh, I This is just, just seemed like a home type of series where the home team now is going to win out when mm. they're on the Jazz. Faithful will be in a frenzy, probably led by our own uh, Benjamin Kelly, uh, who will be leading oh. the charge there in Utah going crazy for his team. I, I think uh, you're right, Sal. The whole Conley thing does throw this off a little bit. We just don't know uh, what his status is. I guess you got to really assume he's happening? not playing Conley. I, Mitchell is the more. I, I, yeah. I, geez, I felt like Conley, they rested him for this reason. Towards uh, the end of the year, he was right. getting rested. and uh, He so, was fine the last game he played, too. I, I can't I mean, like, think. All I, of a sudden. I, yeah, I know. And, and, and Mitchell can only do so much. So that worries mm-hmm. me. But I, at the same time, I think this is going to be a home team type of victory. Uh, they'll find a way to grind it out here a little bit. And uh, they'll cover the three. I'm, I'm rolling the dice on it. It's not an easy one. I find this game to be the toughest one to pick right now. It's very, very yeah. difficult. Very. Harry, difficult. you agree? We play, play yeah, I think it, yeah. There's, a, <laughs> there's always, it seems like there's always some series along the way, like Darren mentioned, where the home team wins every game. This might be it. Utah, obviously, much different team in Salt Lake City. Um, again, they got off to that terrible start in game four. Uh, if it's possible to have a bad 37 points, maybe Devin Mitchell had that in the last game on Monday. I expect maybe Rudy Gobert uh, and the Utah bench to have a much better performance. Gobert was bad last night, um, and I think uh, Utah takes it and covers in game five. 
All right, Bri, that, you're going against the grain. You're harkening back to the last series where the Clippers couldn't lose on the road, and you think uh, they upset the apple cart here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Clippers plus three. Look, I may be overstating the Clippers wins at home here, but the Clippers probably played the best half of basketball last night that I've seen so far in the playoffs. I mean, like Harry's pick, I mean, the, the Jazz had 22 points in the first 19 minutes of that game mm. yesterday. So defensively, they were just suffocating the Jabs. They, they basically played a zone and were just, I mean, they were all over the shooters. Eventually, Jazz started shooting well in the second half, but it was already a blowout. So the intensity wasn't there. I just, I don't know. I I think they can build off of that, the Clippers. I, I mean, if they if they come out with that type of intensity, I don't see the Jazz winning this mm. game. Um, the Clippers, too, offensively had good ball movement, except for uh, Morris, I guess, for Darren. You know, he was yeah. the only one that was just <laughs> shooting. But they've gotten a lot, they've gotten a lot from true, Man. True. He's like, he's, Man's got, he's like a plus 15, plus 20 every game, it seems like. Kennard's been really good off the bench recently. Um, you know, I know it's so hard to to win in Utah, but I, I think if they continue to play this game, I think they they steal one here. And I'm probably going to f- go on uh, Ben Kelly's shit list uh, oh, for yeah. for this for this pick instead of Harry uh, going forward. Super but, yeah, fan like, Ben Kelly. Somebody, like. please, besides uh, uh, me. Somebody. <laughs> but I do like, I like the clip. You know, I think it's going to be close, like you said. So give me, give me the three. All right. Harry, what do you think? Maybe you might want to bounce back. I know you're mad and be spiteful, but would the uh, Jazz over team total? What do you think it is? Uh, it's 111 and a half. It was 109 and a half last, uh, last night. It's 112 and a half. Mm-hmm. Not bad. They can't keep shooting poorly in the first quarter, right? I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean, they had. What, they what did they have in threes. the first quarter? Did they have Bad thirteen? Threes. They had thirteen 13. points in the first quarter, and I I jumped on with you, Harry, because you were loud and extra obnoxious. I was like, okay, maybe he'll he'll I be know. right here. Thirteen points. I was thinking to myself, they have to play nine quarters to get over. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> and they didn't. They only played the four, and that yeah. was that. Uh, all right. Hey, FanDuel. Yes, yes, yes. Golf Glory is up for grabs this week, and you can get in on all the action with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Just place your first bet using promo code against all odds, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. An exciting golf season full of can't-miss moments, and join in on all the fun at FanDuel Sportsbook. Always great promos, uh, easy to use, fast payouts. They get you paid in as little as 24 hours. You could bet the outright winner who will make or miss the cut, head-to-head matchups, much, much more. We're about to go over it all in about 45 seconds. Yeah, Torrey Pines, lots of fun. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get a piece of the action. Remember to sign up using promo code against all odds to unlock your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Let's talk about this U.S. Open. That's a fun major. Uh, Torrey Pines. Well, I, I guess we'll make our picks first and then we'll give you our props. We got a lot to talk about here. I am going with Patrick Reed, 28 to 1 odds. No one likes rooting for this guy. He's not fun. He doesn't look like he wants anyone betting on him, but uh, I'm doing it nonetheless. 28 to 1. Six of his nine PGA Tour wins came in FedEx Cup playoffs, majors, world golf championships. He steps up, right? I mean, if you think about Brooks Kepka as the guy who wins all the majors or shines in all the majors and doesn't make the cut and everything else. But Patrick Reed, last three trips resulted in a top 13, top six, and a victory at the Farmers Insurance. And I really like him today. His, uh, nobody in this field has putted better than Reed if you look at these greens since 2015. So 28 to 1. 
Patrick Reed to win the U.S. Open. All right, brother Bry, jump in. I mentioned Kepka. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Brooks at plus eighteen hundred. I'm not overthinking this year. It's always fun to root for Brooks in these majors. I, I know he's missed the cut in three of his last four tournaments, but it, it seems like Brooks always just yeah. used those tournaments as as practice rounds. He has two top ten finishes uh, in the majors this season out of three. You know, 2020 was hard to look at. He was hurt. Um, he seems to finally be healthy. He, he looks good. Um, you know, in 2019, he four top ten made. You know, four top ten in the majors. Uh, he just seems built for this. And I think the fact that you're getting greater than 15 to one for a guy like this just seems like a steal. I mean, it always seems like you know we haven't bet him recently, and then in the majors we're like, right. you know, he's top five ten, and he's like plus 200 and we're like shit why don't we just take him from the start of here so uh, i like him at plus 1800 yeah i was looking at that the finishing position so brooks top 20 is minus 130 that's not bad either but yeah 18 to 1 is much better if you got him to win all right <laughs> harry jump in here you got a lot to say about this yeah you know what i'm gonna take rom i know he's like the favorite at plus 950 we all know what happened to him uh mm. two weeks ago at the memorial in ohio uh, after having that six-round lead, had to withdraw because of COVID. I think this might be a redemption uh, for him at Torrey Pines. This is the course where he got his first career win in 2017 and mm. 2020. He finished second behind uh, Australian uh, Mark Leishman. Finished seventh this year. Uh, you know Rom will be ready and focused. Uh, last win in August of 2020 at the BMW Championship. So I think Rom, number three player in the world, uh, is ready and waiting for this, and he still hasn't got his first major. I think that could come here on Sunday. The best practical joke would be if he's leading after three rounds and an official meets him on the 18th and tells him, you got to withdraw it. You have it again. You do it. Mm. <laughs> what, I, I don't know that he'd believe it, but they should try it. If golf had a sense of humor, I feel like they do with this Brooks and DeChambeau thing. Just do it. Tell him he has it again. No harm, no foul. All right, Parley Kid, what do you like uh, for the U.S. Open? I'm taking Justin Thomas here to to win, Sal. I've I've mm. hit uh, several winners this year. Uh, listen, Thomas has struggled a bit this year uh, so far. He's too good. He's too good of a golf. And then look at twenty three to one. It's not very often we see these type of odds on on Thomas. I always feel like he's more like you're going to find him seventeen to one, eighteen to one. I like the odds you're getting here for him for a guy that seems due to play some really good golf. He kind of has avoided this course a little bit in his career. There might be some reasons for that. Uh, but either way, I just think 23 to one is too good to pass up for a guy like Justin Thomas, who hmm. seems to be due to play, to have like four good days of golf here. So right. let's ride with Justin Thomas. All right, let's hit some of these props. Um, I don't know why I do this to myself. He's 50 years old. He's lefty. He's got a gambling problem. Why don't I love <laughs> Phil Mickelson more than, than I do? But I'm betting him to miss the cut at plus 120. Now, they say this is his home course, but they had renovations made 20 years ago in 2001. They redesigned it, and he's not been great since. He won, he won in 2001 before the redesign. And since then, he's been taking shots about the tee box and all these uh, greens and the traps. And it's like, he doesn't like the way this is designed. So it is a home course, but it's also not. And he missed the cut at Charles Schwab. He missed the cut here four to the last seven times. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm going against Phil and I'm getting plus money, plus 120 that Mickelson misses the cut. Uh, no back-to-back -back majors here. Uh, Harry, you got a prop for us. 
Yeah, how about DJ Dustin Johnson at plus three fifty to miss the cut? Wow, he hasn't hasn't played Torrey Pine since two thousand seventeen, and he shot seventy two, seventy four, missed the cut the year before that. His final round there at Torrey Pines, he shot an eighty. In the first two majors this year, he's missed the cut. Both of them uh, shot seventy four, seventy five in Augusta, and seventy six, seventy four at the PJ Championship in his home state of South Carolina. DJ, not good in majors lately and hasn't played that great lately overall. Plus 350 to miss the cut. All right. We'll come back to you. I know you have another one. Brother Bry, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to go. I have to explain this one a little bit, but I'm going to go Shane Lowry uh, to win his group betting, which I think it's group E on FanDuel. So that's Mm. over. That's against Scheffler, Hatton, and Ustazen. Um, A lot of people think Larry play will play well here at at Torrey. He's been playing really well since March. He has... Uh, four top tens in his last seven tournaments. He finished sixth at the Memorial in the last tournament, fourth at the PGA Championship, and uh, 21st at the Masters. He's just a fun guy to root for, especially when he's playing well. You know, he's a kind of looks like Harry out on the golf course. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take him at plus 250. You almost got a duh there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> almost got a big no, duh. I don't know how, no, I don't no. know how big. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no. All right, Parley kid. <laughs> Give us I'm a take, Yeah, I'm going to take Victor Hovland top 10 here, uh, plus 280. Uh, I also have him in our contest here to win the U.S. Open. Uh, All right. Pretty, some pretty staggering odds itself. So I'll be rooting for him. He's one of my favorite golfers, a uh, sh- strong, powerful uh, young man uh, who uh, from Oklahoma State, I believe, too, Harry, right? Did he play mm-hmm. uh, That's right. at Oak That's State? Right. Like a lot of these uh, great golfers have – uh, I like him top 10, so he's played well at Torrey Pines before uh, on this course. Uh, I like him to kind of just be uh, consistent here. He's got a, obviously uh, very strong off the tee, and uh, I think he cracks the top 10 uh, and makes a push for the title here. So I'll be conservative and just roll with him making the top 10 uh, at plus 280. I think that's pretty decent value for a guy who's played well here before. He's ranked 13th in the world. Uh, for a reason. So let's take them. There you go. But you mentioned um, our draft there. We did a futures draft, the extra points pod uh, staff. Everybody on here is in it. And I, I won a little money. I had, uh, I didn't even realize I had Joker to win the French open. So I'm in first, mm. but I think I'm going to relinquish this uh, soon. Am I in first? Wait a minute. No, no right. You're no. in first. Oh. Wait. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I had Randall and I had Chelsea. Right, right, right. So You're I'm up, up there. Okay. Will I, but, will I take the lead over if the Suns win the West? Uh, no, no. No, you had too little on it. You had like $25 oh, on did it. Oh, did I? Oh, okay. But yeah. you know you know who's going to take the damn lead in this thing is Jim. He's got Guerrero. I saw like that. Tw- 25 to 1 for like 100 bucks. Hey, I got Ooh. the Islanders most, somewhere most in there, month. too. I got the Islanders. We, we all got something good. Yeah, Parley Kid has the Islanders. I have the Jazz to win the West. That would be good uh, for me. I, I still have the I still have the Jazz and the Vegas Knights. I think too, though. Oh wow! Mm. And I have Ooh. Tatis as a couple home runs back. I'd I'd win thirty one hundred there. Oh, but yeah, Jim oh, Jim God. Jim looking good there too. All right, you can check all that out. Extrapoints.com. It's gonna be close. Slash draft. Uh, what do we got? Oh, does someone else have a prop? Harry, you had one I, more. I have right? another. Yeah, I have a top Australian. I mentioned uh, <laughs> earlier uh, Mark Leishman had won there. Uh, he won there in 2020 at Torrey Pines. Also finished uh, second uh, a few years back as well. You can get him at plus 250 for top Australian. Um, 
Cam Smith is also plus 250. He's kind of a trendy pick right now, but I like Leishman at plus 250. Adam Scott's 3-1. to one. He hasn't had a good season at all. No Jason Day in this tournament either. So, uh, And there's like three other no-name Australians. So Mark Leishman, uh, plus 250. I have not good. won any of these top Australians, top Spaniards, <laughs> top um, <laughs> Asian player. I, I don't think – I don't, can't oh. remember the last time I won any of these, but um, – Maybe I'll jump on with you, Harry. I need to have something, something like that. Uh, NHL, big fun with this Islander team. Oh, my God, right? Up one nothing on Tampa. We finally got a sense of normalcy with the Knights beating Montreal, right? I mean, did, I'm like, this is going to go over double overtime and Montreal is going to win. No, they come out, they blast them, 4-1 win for the heavily favored Knights. And now you got the Islanders at Tampa. They took game one. Let's take a look at this series. Wow, dead even. Minus 110 either side to get to the Stanley Cup finals. And for game two, the Lightning are a hefty favorite, though. Minus 190, plus 160 for the Islanders on the take back. Over-unders five and a half. Um, I'm going with a prop. Well, I'm going with over five and a half. Islanders second in most goals per scored per game this postseason, 3.46. Lightning right there, third, 3.25. I think they had to get their legs underneath them. A little low-scoring game, opening game was game one. And uh, now the goals come out. Lightning, be careful, 61-16 and 16 mm. in their last 77 after scoring two goals or fewer in the previous mm. game. But I'm not going to screw with that. I think this is a 4-2 final, maybe an empty netter. I don't know who's going to win, but it goes over 5.5 plus 134. Parlay Kid, biggest Islander fan as they get. But you like the lightning first period. I see what you're doing here. Yeah, lightning first period at plus 140. So, you know, that's the money line here. They have to be up by a goal. Um, we saw the Islanders actually score first the other day, which has been kind of rare in this place. I feel like the Islanders are down a lot, one nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, I still think the Islanders can win this game. So I, that's why I kind of like this here. It gives me a chance to kind of root for the Islanders. Knowing that, one, if they're up after one, so be it. I'll take it. I'll ride with it. Uh, but I think the Lightning come out here, Sal. This is a very talented team. They're super talented. I think they really put forth their top effort here. I think uh, Coach uh, Cooper over there had thought that uh, they were just fundamentally off the other day. So I, I think that's due to the Islanders or what the Islanders do rather than what Tampa Bay does. But I think Tampa Bay finds a, a real strong start here. But knowing the Islanders... They'll grind it out. They might be down one nothing after one, but that's really not a big deal for the Islanders. But that's what I'm thinking. I think Tampa Bay has a great first period today. Islanders still may win the game. I'm trying to find, is this a three-way spread? Like you lose if it's a tie after one? Yes, no. yes. I, I believe you do, Sal. Wait, you're taking the Lightning. You could, the Lightning. Lightning minus a, minus a half is plus 140. Is that what you're right. doing? Yes. Okay. That's uh, so exactly no, no tie. Yeah. You can't oh, yeah. Tie. Did I say? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Yep. No tie. Uh, yeah, oh, oh right, yes. Right. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I was, I was right. And then I was wrong. Yeah. Tie. You're no good. You, you need right. to, you need yes. to win this first period. Okay. Got to win the All first right. period. Gotta now win. that I, now that I didn't clear the head up, uh, Harry, what do you <laughs> like for a player prop? Uh, I'm going to take a Nikita Kucherov of uh, the lightning over one point. At minus 166, he's got 19 oh points gosh. in 12 playoff games. He leads the Lightning in points, has scored at least a point in four straight games, actually seven points over those last uh, four-game span. And listen, Darren, 
I don't know. Your, your fandom level of the Islanders is in question right now because mm. you would never, ever, ever in a playoff game bet against the Cowboys in the first period in the first quarter, ever. I don't. I'm just. They I haven't made well, it. I'm just saying. You, should I? You should I just? Come, you can't come up with something better than the on the Islanders than you can't than, than, come than, up with something better than a minus one sixty six. I mean, hey, I gotta go over. Hey, listen, I gotta go over one you, you point. You to win the bet, I need, Rom, Rom to, is the favorite to, to win the golf. You took Rom to win the bet. When it, to win the Harry bet, is just Kucherov. At, does Harry even look bet, anymore? No. <laughs> to win the bet, Kucherov needs two points. Right, who's the top? Okay, so minus a thousand. I'm gonna go with that, <laughs> uh, and then I'll work my way down. All right, that's what Harry's right. done, doing lately. You never minus take the cow bet up against the Cowboys in the first quarter. Never. He's pissing all over the underdogs. That's what he's doing. All Set. night long, he's done it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bri. Bri, you don't question your brother's uh, fandom here, do you? Definitely. No, definitely not. Probably the kid's <laughs> even a bigger bigger Islander fan than I am even. So, um, I am. I, I mean, that's how many like, games, you know, how, many, how many playoff games has he gone to, Darren, uh, Brian? How many playoff games? How many has Mikey Meatballs gone to? <laughs> well, it's, I, it's easier for I'd, the kids to get out. I'll yeah. tell you what. I've watched every, I watched every minute of every game. Yeah. Um, Harry, when was the last time you watched a full professional sporting activity? <laughs> like, seriously. He doesn't get any of the channels. No. no. Kid. Come on, give him a break. I watched bowling the other day. I don't know. That <laughs> there you go. I mean, I mean, the problem with these Islander games, like I'm, I'm even thinking now I want to go to game three or four, but it's, uh, you know, if I'm going, then I'll have to buy, you know, I'll buy two tickets and then it's like you're $1,500 you yeah. know, into this into this game. It's a little. It's a little pricey. Yeah, you'd like rather Arizona. use the money to bet Paul Mary to score a goal. Local exactly. kid. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Local kid, Paul Mary, uh, from Smithtown. So I'm gonna go Paul Mary to score a goal at plus three ten. I mean, what a great trade by the Islanders bringing Paul Mary in after the Anders Lee injury. Uh, we wouldn't be here without him, that's for sure. But before the last Tampa game, he had scored in four of five games, uh, five of seven playoff games uh, as well. Uh he He's always has great opportunities in these games. In game one against Tampa, he actually had two really good scoring chances. I was shocked he actually didn't bury them. But if you're giving me plus 310 for a guy that continues to play this well during the playoffs and gets a lot of chances, um, I, li I like those odds. There you go. All right, lots of fun. And I, I mentioned Vegas. Now, you want to guess what they are to win uh, that, that series? What are they now? Man. They are minus seven, what? seven, th minus seven quarter, eight fifty. Wow, minus eight fifty to defeat the Canadians. Well, especially Canadians kind of controlled the play yesterday, early at least. So yeah. interesting. Canadians yeah. seventeen to one to win the cup. Islanders plus three forty. Lightning plus two sixty. Despite being even, that's another weird yeah, thing right there, right? Weird. Despite yep. being even with the Islanders to advance, and the Knights dead even, plus one hundred to win the cup. Interesting. Lots of good hockey to follow, we hope. All right, let's do it. Sharp Tank. Harry, I forgot it on the outline. He's like, are we doing Sharp Tank? We only giving 11 picks? I want to give 12. I'm like, all right, what's Sharp Tank? Let's hear it. Start us off. All right, well, you rolled me on Thursday, Sal, when I took uh, Denver first half for the Friday night game. That was pathetic. I mean, mm -hmm. Denver was awful every yeah. game. I mean, why even win that why even win that series? Uh, well, so Harry, Portland? there was that there was that so stat, that trend where the team that was down 0-2 and was home, if you bet them yeah. in the first half, it's like 75% or something. And then Denver blew that out of the water. Was there another one? Atlanta was tied. Who else was? Oh, the Clippers. Mm. 
The Clippers did actually cover the yeah, first Clippers half. Did. But, they but did, boy, Denver was awful. Shit. Anyways, uh, so anyways, like I said, we said uh, I'm, I'm 10 of my last 12 in my video picks. Uh, and I'm taking San Diego, the Padres, minus one and a half today on that. So I'm going to do a little bit of a, a offset of that game. I'm going to take the Padres over seven runs in this game at Darren at minus 104. Wow. I like minus it. 104. I like it. Padres over seven runs. Look, the starting pitcher for the uh, Rockies is Chichi Gonzalez. His last two starts, ZRA is 10.61. You Darvish on the bump for the Padres, uh, six and two. His ERA is 2.28. And his last, he's got two starts already this year against the Rockies. 11 innings, zero earned runs. Wait a minute. Uh, what? Why do we have to hear how great you Darvish is if you're taking the over? Oh. I'm just throwing that out there a little bit with the Sandy. No, I'm, well, I'm throwing out throwing that out else. there about this is Sandy's not your pick. podcast okay, pick. This is the about, over. Well, how about well, how about Fernando Tatis is first in the National League? Like okay. you mentioned, Allen home that runs makes sense. with 19. Yeah. Rest of the team will jump on. Uh, the uh, Rockies have the second worst ERA in the National League behind the Diamondbacks. They pound tonight. Get tons of runs. Big game for Tatis, over seven runs at minus 104 all right. for the uh, Padres. And the Padres are going to have to score all of them because you Darvish is great on the bump, as Harry said. So you better <laughs> hope for an 8 nothing final. Huh? <laughs> all right. Uh, Brother Bry, what do you like? Well, it's kind of a spite pick, I think, too. I'm going to go Xander over Rory, <laughs> minus 128. Uh, again, this could be more hate of Rory because uh, he actually has played uh, pretty well. But Xander was great here, uh, finishing uh, second at the Farmers. Seems like he's in the top 10 almost every tournament. He has two top 10 finishes in the last four majors. He's finished in the top six, I believe, in his last four U.S. Opens. I think it's something like mm. six, five, three, and five or mm. something like that. So he's always he's always right around in these majors. I mean, do I think he could win? I know Harry has a lot of money on Xander to win and Rory not to win. Uh, do I think he can pull away on a Sunday? Probably not, but I, I like him to be in that, you know, top five, 10 range going into Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, so I, and I think, you know, Rory's actually had a decent his short history here at Torrey Pines too at the South course, but I'm going to go, you know, it's so close this line. I'm definitely taking Xander. Um, like I said, I think he's just uh, he's just kind of an automatic top 10 at this point. Here. I guess. But the like you mentioned, the one thing to, to, to caution everybody, Harry does have a lot of open parlays with Xander to win a major and Rory to not win a not major. Make, right. That is that is correct. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> really taking a chance. Well, Zander, look, I, Brian, I, I like it, too, though, because Xander in that Augusta was right there. He was right there. Probably really should have won it. Choked down the stretch a little bit, especially on what was that, Bry? Sixteen when he put it in the uh, when he put it in the water. So maybe a little redemption for him here too. All right, Parley yeah. kid, bring it all home. What's your yeah. shot tank? Pick? Well, so I already kind of talked about this game. I'm going to go with the Nets minus four tonight. Plus four. Uh, you, sh sorry, you should take sorry. the points. They're offering. Oh them. my you gosh! Gotta, you yeah, take sorry. Them. Yeah. Plus four. What was the last time we saw the Nets? Plus four. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I, I get not, it. I, I mean, get the injuries are bad. It's the, the big yeah. threes down to yeah. one. But, it's, but for God's yeah. sakes, it's high. Uh, yeah, so I just think that number, I think the Nets will come out pretty juiced tonight. And like I said, mm. I think it's not going to be their offense that propels them in this game, uh, even though I think Duran has a monster game. Joe Harris shows up pretty mm. big time tonight. I think it's going to be their defense that is uh, suffocating tonight. Uh, and I think that's uh, they're going to be their formula tonight. Just defense, defense, and more defense. I think the Nets uh, take the four mm -hmm. points here with them, 
And you might even want to take the money line, but I'm going to play it safe and uh, just take the four. Hmm. If you guys had to pick two of the three series, your, your best two, I mean, two to advance, who would you take? Hmm. Harry, I got I to gotta do something for Fox Bet Live and all these Sixers, play out six, uh, Sixers. Well, you got, I mean, you'd have Sixers, to go Sixers. Right? Sixers is one of them. I'd go, Sixers and, I'd go Sixers and Nets, Sal. I don't know. Sixers and Nets. Sixers Harry, and Nets. Say? I mean, even though you're probably I, I, trip, I, I, you, I'd say down Utah, Nets. Utah and Nets, I guess. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like Philly so much with them being. I think Harden's back injured. by game six, Sal. Right. So Sixers, Nets, Utah, Nets, uh, Utah, Sixers. And Brian, what would you say? I'd probably say Sixers, Clippers. Wow. <laughs> what the hell happened here? That much. I have no idea. I mean, much. the point is, like, how do, how are you supposed to pick this stuff? I, I wish we were oh, yeah. in better shape that's here. A, yeah, that's Brian, a good you're, you're, that Brian, you're riding question. the Clippers. The second the round Clippers, sucked. Brian. Like, four so days good. ago, it was like the second round sucked of the playoffs, right? Now it's it just sucks for a different reason because um, a lot of the stars aren't playing, but we're going to see game sevens, I think. Um, Brian, I'm with you. Xander over Rory. Minus 128. That's what we'll nice. do for the sharp nice. tank. Uh, take, take that, Trevor. There you go. Take that, Trevor. <laughs> That's right. we're, doing, uh, we're doing race to 10 Thursday, not Tuesday. Race to 10 Thursday. Jim's going to get us some information. We're playing for um, someone special here. I think Damashek is going to join us. I believe that's a 5.30 Pacific star, right? I you you are correct, Sal. I wish I knew. I mean, there's no other game, so who the hell knows when they'll actually start it, but um, it's 8.30. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. Who Um, makes that pick, Sal? Who makes the pick? It's my turn, right? Harry, it's your turn. Let's go, Harry. Bring us home, baby. and I have that's the one series I haven't, I've barely touched it at all for anything. Yeah. We'll see. Joel, good point. Our extra points, good point, bad point. It's time right now. Tell us in the last hour who made the best point, who made the worst point. Joel, you give us the good stuff. I got to go with Harry for my good point. Uh, Joe Harris has been substantially better at home, over 14 and a half points. As long (laughs) as that's not tied to Brittany Griner, I I think that's cash. Really, I mean, just like Harry, after seeing the urologist, Joe Harris will be back to a regular flow tonight. At <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. There you go. You did it. Uh, Race to 10 is what Harry calls going to the bathroom. So he'll still be, he'll still be doing it tonight, Sal. Don't worry. Uh, there you go. Man. Joel's on Love fire. It. All right. Love uh, it. <laughs> Harry's nice. stream is also Very nice, on fire. Joel. Jim, give us the bad news. Today, we're going with uh, Harry Gagnon. <laughs> And his you Darvish point. Yeah. Oh, come on. There's got to be something better. Than here's that. what happened. Jim, here's exactly what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, he uh, has the information for his Padres no, no, no. pick. And, and he yeah. didn't. He didn't. He just has it all in front of him. And he just started reading. And he's like, OK, I like the Padres. Well, and then he forgot that he's picking the under also. So he, also, we had to hear all the you Darvish stuff. That's exactly. But that. also for, exactly. for, for cre- my credit, I do have the Padres at minus one and a half on my extra points pick. So maybe people want to just jump on and take the over seven and I lay get the one and a half with San Diego. Yeah, but there's no way you're giving a pick for the under. There's no way your you Darvish is unhittable. Maybe, maybe Darvish. Maybe maybe, maybe Darvish hits two home runs tonight. Okay, that again, that's good. That would make sense because you need <laughs> runs. You need to explain how runs are going to be scored, not taken away. Anyway, maybe Darvish right. can hit like the Garam can. I think you're right, Jim Cunningham. I think that was, uh, yeah, Harry got mixed up there. But yeah, it was a long night. You didn't get much sleep. 
What do you got going on, Harry, other than uh, m- many, many trips to the bathroom? You're at AAO Harry, right? At AAO Harry, um, it's going to, it's gonna, like uh, Darren said, Sal, you said, too, a great weekend of sports. We got the U.S. Open, so it's going to be fantastic. We focused on that plenty. Paul, I kid, you're at the Chalk Talker. At the Chalk Talker, Sal, I can't wait to get to uh, at least Thursday night for our race to 10 Thursday, and yes. that will lead us into an unbelievable weekend of sports. Let's go Islanders tonight. Let's go up 2 nothing. Let's go. Let's go. Good now, hire by the Rangers, though, by the way. They hired a great coach. What do, what do you think? Great Spaghetti, coach. I want you and Meatball. I mean, Meatballs has been good. He's, he doesn't want to uh, – he does not want to say anything. He doesn't want to jinx the team. It drives Damashek crazy. But uh, Meatballs, no <laughs> prediction tonight, right? I mean, not even the first period, Meatballs. Uh, I The only prediction I'll give is Matt Barzell over half a point. Oh, okay. Mm. Good. All right. I like it. Just make sure, me, Mikey, just make sure that's not minus uh, 180 or your father will jump all over you. <laughs> <laughs> His father's picking against the team. The kid's betting for him. I first like period. It. Only for the first period. I got it. Uh, Spaghetti, what do you think of this game tonight? Um, I mean, I said already that the Islanders, they make you play the way they want. So I, I, it pains me to say this again, but I really think the lightning will collapse. This is, this is a total revenge series. So, um, we will see the Islanders play in the Stanley Cup finals. Unfortunately. Wow. Mm. Look at good, that. Good spaghetti. hire by the oh, Rangers high. though, Eddie. Good hire. You got to like the hire. Yeah. Galant's a great, great. Was, I, I love yeah, Galant. It seemed like he's going to be the guy for the last two or three weeks. So, uh, I'm excited to talk about a real hockey team on uh, Thursday, yep. spaghetti and meatballs. There you go. Join them on uh, Minus 3 on Thursday. We'll be back Thursday as well. Brother Bry, you're at the Brother Bry. At the Brother Bry. I told you guys a while ago I'm I'm getting this dog. I actually am finally getting this dog on Friday. Oh, nice. We'll have the the podcast before that. But, uh, yeah, if this, if this, uh, if betting or the kids or if work just doesn't kill me, then this dog will kill me. What kind of dog, Bry? Australian Shepherd. I mean, he, you 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 watched. Uh, I know it on one of your screens. You had the Westminster Dog Show, and you're like, I gotta get my one of those. If I can't get the Pekingese, well, I'll, I'll. I know. I'll once once the- I saw once I saw Barry Bonds on there. Uh, yeah. I, I, I knew, really? I knew I had to get yeah. myself a dog. Uh, Harry has Leishman as the top Australian Shepherd, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> let's go with that. Uh, yeah. So uh, extra points tomorrow. You got the betting academy, lemon pepper parlay. Lots of good stuff out there. Harry giving picks. These guys giving picks online. Jen Piacenti offers her daily fantasy picks. And Martin Weiss every day with the playoffs. Oh, boy, he's struggling. I I, I feel it. I feel it when he, when he talks <laughs> about it. Try helping him out. Try helping him. I know. I, I, got, I, I try helping the kid. I don't know what to do. No, he's doing great. Mm-hmm. Check it all out. Extrapoints.com. Check us out. Race to 10 Thursday. We're skipping today. we got to think about it. we got to see this game tonight. And then we're going to come back. With a winner, I'm at the Cousin Sal. And that's it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Babyface Joel Solomon, Hill producer Jim Cunningham, Spaghetti and Meatballs. I'm Sal. Thanks so long and happy handicapping. Now-